Live on the Saints Sports Network, it's Burke's Catholic Boys Basketball. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at PennStateHealth.org and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers. Mr. West Redding, Ryan Lineweaver, and Mike, don't call me boy a boyer. Well, well, we found out which one doesn't work. Wow. What an intro. What a start. Let's here. see. There we go. Now I can hear it. Yeah, so the, the second input is bad. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Put some that. tape over that one for next time. There we go. <laughs> Buy a new board. But I am uh, Mr. West Redding, apparently. Ryan Lineweaver here with, uh, you know, Mike Boyer. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Yeah, what a what a uh, wonderful intro there we got from our <laughs> producer. The one time that Jerry actually does change the intro, and here we are. I would rather be <laughs> Nate again. Can we go back to the Nate intro? You we'll, can be Nate again. I'll let you be Nate. We'll see what happens come playoff time, I guess. <laughs> but here in Birdsboro for the grand finale of the regular season for the Berks Catholic Saints, and I guess technically Daniel Boone Blazers as well. Uh, the end cannot come soon enough for Daniel Boone. For Burke's Catholic, this will essentially be a good tune-up game. And you would hope you build up a big lead in the first half, you rest on your laurels in the second half, and see what happens. We all know that's not going to happen. Ryan, I know where you're going with this, but I'll take you back 24 hours to another Burke's Catholic Saint game we did. I've already erased that one from my memory. And uh, hopefully we'll see the Saints come out tonight like the girls came out last night in the second half yeesh uh, yeah the but, uh, uh, the girls down by eight at the at the break against conrad weiser uh, and then ended up winning by i believe 15 uh, they completely turned it around in the second half they erased that eight point lead within about two minutes time span in the third quarter yeah that was uh it was a sight to behold we were all kind of uh shell shocked after the first half but they came right out yeah maddie langdon woke everyone up real quick in that second half and hopefully the BC boys will come out tonight and be awake early on. So we have the scenario you laid out where they can get out to an early lead, uh, kind of cruise it through the first half here, get their work in for the playoffs, and then let the bench play a little bit because, as we know, BC does not play very deep, especially in the playoffs. So this might be the last chance for a lot of these guys to actually get some light from the court as they get to play. Most certainly. Right now, Burks Catholic set up as the number one seed in the District 3-4A playoffs. They would get a first-round bye. They would get to host potentially two playoff games before going to Hershey, uh, where they will you know, hopefully be in the final at the Giants Center, uh, along with the girls, by the way. The girls are the yeah, second absolutely. seed as well. Yes. So we could potentially have a back-to-back -back there on a Thursday morning, which would be uh, fantastic for this community. Uh, but right now... Burks Catholic looking to hold down the fort. They're currently, uh, as well, the two-seed entering BCIAA's next week. Uh, it's right where they were last year. Redding will go in as the one-seed, as usual, provided that they can beat Muhlenberg here tonight. Uh, but certainly uh, this, again, kind of a tune-up game. Daniel Boone, believe it or not, once upon a time, they were 3-2. and two. Yeah, once upon a time. And Hard now to believe. 3-18. and 18. <laughs> So <laughs> 16. If, if you're not good at math, they, they have uh, had a little bit of a setback for the last 16 games. Yeah, only 16 <laughs> games. They're currently the uh, 
They're streaking. They're streaking. They're streaking in the wrong direction. Yeah. They uh, are currently the third worst team in District 3, 4A, or 5A, sorry. Do you want to throw those other two teams under the bus real quick? Uh, Susquehanna Township and Dover, both with one win apiece. (laughs) Okay. So Daniel Boone, already more wins than those two teams combined. So if you want to take solace in that, that's fine. Uh, (laughs) On our other channel right now, as well, if you want to listen in, Exeter taking on uh, who is the fourth worst team in 5A in Twin Valley. Uh, so both of these squads looking at the same thing uh, in the Jerry Gelliff media stable of networks. of stable of, of teams. There you go. Empire is the word you're looking for. Empire. Oh, wow. Yeah, there the media is. empire. So the uh, third and fourth worst teams currently uh, taking on uh, Exeter and Berks Catholic here yeah, tonight. Ryan, you talk about Berks County playoffs starting next week. It's going to be interesting to see what happens at that coaches' meeting as there's going to be a lot of jostling back and forth between who does what and where they move and who they try and bump. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit last night, but, you know, certainly last year we saw uh, Antietam what got the uh, got the hose. <laughs> they were uh, bumped down from being the fourth-best team to now needing to go on the road to face Burke's Catholic. Uh, not exactly what they had in mind, I'm sure. And, and this year it could be Fleetwood. Uh, the one loss, Fleetwood Tigers, by the way, could potentially be the ones getting the hose and getting bumped out of potentially hosting a BCIAA game, but also uh, you know, needing to go on the road and face uh, some unsavory teams very early on. Yeah, and a little bit changing the starting lineup here for the uh, Saints tonight. And they're, they're no, I guess Gideon has a different number. My bad. I made a mistake there. No, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's, it's if, if you've heard me call any games, it's the same exact starting five as we've That's had all thought, season long. I thought Gideon was wearing 10. Nope. You have uh, Jackson Gideon, Ryan Cuck, Jack Miller, J.J. Jordan, and Josh McCoy as your starting five here wearing their road blacks with the gold trim and numbers. So a lot of emotion right here in Dan Boone after a car accident yesterday where two Dan Boone students were in a, a terrible car accident. One a, a varsity player and one a JV player and uh, JV player is, is really in bad shape unfortunately and so the uh, Birdsboro community, the Daniel Boone community is out in full force tonight to support their Blazers and it's really nice to see the community come out and, and support these young men knowing that their hearts are heavy right now. So unfortunately, I wish that I had more information to give you, not necessarily in regards to that, but just any information in regards to the Daniel Boone Blazers. Uh, Our main resource, Burke's Game Day, is down for the count, as uh, as far as I'm aware at the very least. So max preps it is, where they at least have uh, names and numbers that we can follow. We will uh, take a break here for a moment of silence and the national anthem.
o'clock here in Birdsboro as we get ready for tip-off between your Berks Catholic Saints and the Daniel Boone Blazers. Hard to tell who the starting lineup was because they were all wearing their shooting shirts. And uh, some of the JV squad still uh, wearing their jerseys as well. So we'll wait until they get out onto the court to uh, put uh, names to faces. But yeah, once again, final regular season game here. Burks Catholic hoping to uh, run it up early, sit some starters, get some bench players, some playing time, and uh, roll into BCI AA's next week as the number two seed. There we go. Now we can start reading some numbers off. I got all but one. So you have uh, Giacomo out there. You have Gaines, Pinchuk. Did you say Giacomo? The Giacomo. Okay. Very strong Italian name. Number Berks one. Catholic winning the. Uh, tip. Not able to uh, finish it off the way that they did beforehand with J.J. Jordan. Jordan has it poked away. Good defense there by the Blazers. That was Pinchock knocking it away from behind. So they also have Saccarello out there. Blazers wearing their home white jerseys. The uh, Baby blue and navy blue stripes down the side. Baby blue numbers. Or Carolina blue, if you're so inclined. Driving in, Gedio knocks it away. Ball still loose on the floor. Ball goes out of bounds. It will stay with the Blazers as Ryan Cuck the last to touch it. Yeah, the Giacomo went there on a baseline drive, lost the ball over the top of the backboard, bounced around, and went out of bounds off the Saints. So they'll inbound right here, baseline. That's a good hustle there. They'll work it around the perimeter. Drive again, trying to find some space, tossing it up off the backboard, grabbing his own miss. I believe is Rodriguez. Pull-up jumper from the stripe is no good by the Giacomo. Ball still loose. Finally, Gedio comes down with it, a little ball fake. And ahead to Jordan. Jordan will kick it out to Miller. Miller drives, kicks, cuck. Will throw it back to Miller. Miller, a right corner three. That one's short. Follows up his own miss. Drives in a little scoop layup attempt. Is no good, but he's fouled in route to the stripe he goes. So the foul is on to Giacomo. Miller with two attempts. Miller does not get to the line an awful lot as he does most of his damage from outside the arc. It was nice to see him drive baseline there on the pump fake, you know. Something he's added to his game over the last couple of years is trying to get the ball to the, uh, the rim there. He's normally a set shooter and a good one at that. That good one rolls in and out. Throws, yeah, 0 for 2 at the line. Miller, some hot shooting as of late. He's hit at least three threes in his past couple of games. Most of them from a long distance. Told us after the game uh, that we had here just the other night that his favorite player is Clay Thompson. Tries to emulate him as much as possible. 
Also, no relation to the Millers at Alvernia either. We also learned that in talking to his lovely mother, who gave us some Italian cookies at the end of senior day. They were good, were they not? They were fan-freaking-tastic. She's a nice lady. Going to have an offensive foul called on the Blazers. Going to get on Rodriguez, try to set a pick up here. He just kind of stepped into it and put his shoulder into Miller. And I'm assuming it's Rodriguez. His name is not up on the boys' varsity board there. Uh, however, it is on max prep, so we'll just go with that. A miss from Cuck. McCoy grabs the board. And does Boone Dri not have a PA system that they use? Driving in was Jordan. He threw it high up off the backboard. Missed the rim entirely on its way back down. Loose ball here. Loose ball on the floor. A couple of head fakes finally putting it up. No good. That was Saccarello with the opportunity. Now ahead to Gedio. Gedio fouled. That's two in transition on, on uh, Rodriguez, so to speak. Well, the first was on DiGiacomo. This one on Rodriguez. This yeah. is his second. Yeah, that would be his second. So they will have to go to the bench early. Looks like Allenson coming up. Gedio. Gets the friendly bounce. First point of the evening after about 2.35 of play. Gedio second off back iron. Josh McCoy, well done to Sky for that rebound. J.J. Jordan pull-up jumper in the paint is true. J.J. Jordan, his first bucket. First bucket for either side, really, and it's 3-0 Saints. And that all came off the effort of McCoy, though, getting that re offensive rebound and finding the open Jordan there. There's another loose ball. Another loose ball. Gedio comes up with it ahead to J.J. Jordan, who does a little handoff there to Ryan Cuck, who skies in for the layup. It's 5-0 Saints. Yeah, we talked about it, uh, I believe, during the Exeter game and a little bit during senior day about uh, the athleticism of the Saints as that time, Gedio reading the passing lane, driving in, fouled in route again. Count the bucket and one at the line for Gedio. So Allenson, who just came in for Rodriguez, uh, gets on the stat sheet early. Was the exact same foul. Exact <laughs> same foul. <clears throat> they made a lazy pass on the top of the uh, floor. Gedio read it, stole it, went down, and got pushed from behind as he did the first time. See if he makes a three-point play here, and he does. And he does. Jackson Gedio, four points for him. He got busy in the uh, senior day victory the other day. Not quite reaching his season and career high of 16 set against Muhlenberg, but he was active nonetheless. Jordan going in, has it poked away from behind. He'll go to the stripe for two. As Giacomo called for his second foul, Blazers saying that he... Got all ball, but Jordan going up with it. Let's see if Boone brings in another guy off the bench here. Is there a <clears throat> first four fouls on two players? Jordan rolls in the first. Mm, sub coming in was Kingston. Yeah, Kingston McCoy checking in for Jack Miller. And the Blazers will uh, fire up 
Another substitution. Second one, no good. Josh McCoy once again going after it. Ball loose on the ground, and he's going to be called for the personal. Loose yeah. ball foul on McCoy. A little aggressive going for that loose ball. Kind of pushed the hip, tried to push him out of bounds. He got called for the foul. Yeah, tried to use the uh, extra defender, which was the end line. They just got their feet tangled up a little bit. Berks Catholic in a full court press immediately here as Gaines eyes up Kingston McCoy. Goes behind his back, now between the legs. Now asks for help as he picks up his dribble. Has it knocked away, gets back. Knocked away again by Kingston McCoy. Second time's a charm. They get it ahead to J.J. Jordan. <laughs> Thinks about a dunk and then realizes that he stands about five foot ten and has to just finger roll it in. J.J. Jordan now with five. Burks Catholic first 11 points here after a slow start. Who moving well? A lot of isolation play here. They'll drive in on Cuck. That one left short by Saccarello. Back come the Saints. 3.25 left to play here in the first. Gedio thinking three. Over to J.J. Jordan in the left corner. He'll swing it all the way across to a wide open Ryan Cuck. And, well, he doesn't miss that shot very often. First three-pointer of the evening for the Saints. And they're now up 14-0. Wasn't that long ago that I was talking about the first point coming about 2.30 into the game. A three lined up. That one misses everything. They'll get it up ahead. It's a three-on-one, and Ryan Cuck, no mistake there, slams it home for two. We're going to get a timeout here. Uh, we should. <laughs> Boone's going to take a timeout. 16-0 run here in the last, what, two and a half minutes almost? Uh, yeah, about three minutes off the clock, and it's 16-0, Burks Catholic. It was a slow start for both sides. And then uh, once Burks Catholic started getting things rolling, you have Ryan Cuck with seven points, J.J. Jordan with five, Jackson Gedio with four. Yeah, Boone came out with a lot of emotion early on from the crowd, but B.C. has completely taken this crowd out of the game in the last three minutes of this first quarter. Yeah, more importantly, five fouls on Daniel Boone in the first quarter here. That obviously carries on over to the second quarter and could uh, make this for a very slow game towards the end of the first half. Mike Boyer just shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens here. <laughs> I'm glad that I stayed up late to watch The Last of Us last night when I got home. That way, I can stay out as late as we need to, finish up this one. Picked off by J.J. Jordan, bad pass there. Three on two opportunity, Jordan will take it himself. 18-0 Saints, 2.25 left to play in the first. All your hopes and dreams of what could have happened last night happening before your very eyes here tonight. Absolutely. Uh, here's another turnover. Poked away from behind, ball still loose. Kingston McCoy up ahead to Ryan Cuck. Ryan Cuck will lay it in for two. Wow, good look by Kingston there. Picked up loose ball, outlet it quickly to Cuck, and, and just an easy uncontested layup the other end of the court. Yeah, you can see the point guard mentality. As soon as he picks up the ball, he's already looking ahead. And that time he had both Jordan and Cuck to choose from. He's going to be a phenomenal player over the next three years here as he gets older. And he'll lead this team with his brother next year. Yeah, it's going to be the McCoy brothers next year. Josh, a junior. Kingston, a freshman. And finally, points up on the board for Daniel Boone. That will snap a 20 to nothing run. And it comes with about 1.30 left here in the first. 
Yeah, we talked about the senior-laden team. This is really their swan song as Ryan Cock over across the lane to Josh McCoy, who gets his first bucket. But Jordan, Cuck, Miller, Kevin Lawler off the bench. You know, J.J. Jordan, they're all gone. This is their final season in the black and gold, as is Jackson Gettio. McCoy going up. He got baited. That's his second foul in the first half here. And Saccarello to the stripe. Wish I could tell you what Saccarello shoots from the line, but Burke's game day needs to update their servers. <laughs> it's on that Reading Eagle funding. First one's no good. David Diaz checking in, as is the aforementioned Kevin Lawler, their first minutes. Diaz will be back as well. He is a junior. But, yeah, for the most part, it's going to be Josh McCoy going back to uh, he'll be first fiddle next year. Both missed at the stripe by Saccarello and Kingston McCoy. So certainly two solid players. Parker Nine looking to become that third. He misses the three here. It's a long three by Parker there. He was out at the E in Blazers. <laughs> he, he didn't sub in for Jack Miller, but if you squint really hard, you can see the resemblance as Pinshock with a slip and fall accident in the lane. Turns the ball over. He didn't need life alert. Thank God. 30 seconds left, 22 to 2. Burks Catholic may hold for one here. As right now, Ryan Cuck, the lone starter in. I doubt that he sees the beginning of the second, the way that things have been going here. Blazers gunning for an easy steal. As Gaines was trying to pick Cuck's pocket. Three seconds left. They'll get it over to Ryan Cuck. Ryan Cuck putting up the three at the buzzer. It's too strong. And that'll do it. 22-2. to two. After one quarter of play, a 20 to nothing run to start this contest by Burks Catholic as they roll into the second quarter up by 20. More to come when we return on the Saint Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. It's the Saints. Sports Network. A 20 to nothing lead here for Burks Catholic as 
They must be dealing with all volunteers at the scorer's table. We notice that they're not announcing anything. There's no PA announcer. They also didn't swap the uh, possession arrow here to start either. As <laughs> it's Daniel Boone started the uh, second quarter with the ball, and the possession arrow is still in their favor. Just I can't find good help these days. I don't think that's going to factor in too much in tonight's <laughs> contest. A three lined up by Kingston McCoy, no good. Cut grabs the offensive board. Second chance here for Burks Catholic. He'll swing it down low to Diaz. Diaz, one dribble, back out to Cuck. Cuck, corner three. Bounces twice, no good. Kingston McCoy, a second chance. I think he got hit on the hand, but uh, you're not getting that call up by 20. No, and, and he kind of looked over at the referee. The referee just had his head down and kept on walking on court. So <laughs> not going to get that call. Oh, we're going to get a turnover here, though. Another turnover. Bad pass there by Pinchuk. They'll get it up ahead to nine. Nine, big old Euro step goes in with the right hand, and it's good. Parker Nine, his first bucket of the evening. Lead now at 22. Jerry, how many turnovers does Boone have already? <laughs> That would be nine, and uh, BC has 13 points from them. A oh, nice uh, sweet jumper from Gaines, his second bucket for four. He has all of the Blazers' points so far. Your minute 30 has passed. I have to fix my score sheet here. I gave him a three for that. I can't see through the prison bars. <laughs> Even if we stood up, then we would have this big, thick bar right in front of our peripheral. Uh, I'll Ryan Cuck driving in, has it knocked away from behind, going up. Gaines. Credit him with a block. He'll go up. Big old scoop layup. He got two more. A 4 nothing run here for Daniel Boone. Look out. Trying to bring him back. The one lead, bucket at a time. The lead's at 18 for the Saints. God, I hope there's no Daniel Boone fans listening to this. If so, apologies in advance, but we are the Saints Sports Network, so... And proud of it. I think he got swatted again. Yeah, driving I, in I think was, Kingston got hit again. was McCoy. They'll kick it out to nine, and, well, why get two when you can get three? Parker nine hitting the triple. He has all five of Burke's Catholic's points here in the second quarter. 27 to six. Yeah, I don't have to be partial here on this broadcast. We are the Saints Sports Network. There's a little heat check there by Saccarello. Or, sorry, that was uh, Gaines with the heat check. Grab the offensive board on the miss, unable to finish the reverse. Uh-oh. Cuck looking for help. Goes down low to Diaz. Out to nine. Or sorry, out to Lawler. Corner three by Kingston McCoy. No good. Follow-up nice follow. by Cuck is good. Yeah, great follow-up there by Ryan Cuck. His fifth basket of this evening. He has 11 in the first two quarters of play. The lone starter still out there. This is pretty much the second unit. They haven't dug into the JV squad. As... Somehow, Saccarello went from Birdsboro to Pottstown <laughs> and not called for the travel. Drug his foot down 724 <laughs> the whole way. He was out by the Coventry Mall. Foul on the floor here by the Saints. Speaking of the Coventry Mall, a really nice place to eat is, is uh, Big Phil's. I have been to Big, Big Phil's, Phil's once. It's surprising. Favorite spot, Mike? It is. It is my favorite spot. Used to be the TGI Fridays yes. out there. Yeah, got it. Bought by uh, one of the owners of the Ice House. I'm Actually, guess their whose son. name is Phil. Phil, and, and that uh, is Big Phil. He is an alumni of the Hill School. There's a there bad pass go. thrown in. Lawler picks it off. 
little give and go here with Parker nine and Lawler, his first bucket in transition. Spurks Catholic now its largest lead at 25. A 7-0 run here after the Blazers cut it to 18 on a 4-0 run. And again, Daniel Boone into their JV bench now already. Three-pointer by Saccarello is good. Leads back to 22. Spurks Catholic. Like I said, once again, working with that second unit with the addition of Ryan Cuck. Lawler, Diaz, Kingston McCoy, and Parker Nine is a pull-up jumper from the right elbow is good. Ryan Cuck now with 13. Cuck match with the freshman there. Gavin uh, Welker on him. Blazers working it around. Saccarello trying to take on Diaz. Gives a little jab and, and coughs it back up. As Kiedis with the ball. So yeah, the Blazers Really winding down their uh, JV bench here. Three up, no good by Saccarello. They'll go up ahead to Parker Nine. Fouled going up. Count the bucket. And to the stripe he goes. It's been a while since we've called a Daniel Boone foul. That was their last one to give, by the way. Now a 35-9 lead. Nine his second bucket. Don't think they intentionally tried to give that one. No good. Saints were the uh, only people going up for that rebound. I think Boone thought it was a two-shot foul. Oh, my for gosh. They just stood there and watched. And, yeah, and that, Diaz. that happened to me once. Just once. Just once. Ryan Cuck fouled. Big old pump fake beyond the arc, and he was line. hacked by Cadis. And, yeah, well, now you get one and one at the line. Yeah, when I was playing middle school basketball, uh, I didn't know what a one and one was. <laughs> So when I didn't go up after a missed rebound, I was immediately yanked out of that game. And from then on, I now knew what a one-and-one one was. <laughs> Great experience. Life lesson there, huh? It's a lesson you only have to learn once. Cuck to the stripe. First one's good. Jerry going to play the 50-50 uh, raffle here. And he's going to make her break change, too. I'm sorry. I'm not welcome. <laughs> Said I'll take five and pulls out a ten immediately. Cuck hits both. <laughs> runs this lead to 28 points now. 2.25 to go. Jerry slipping it through the prison bars for the 50-50. It's like the wailing wall here. <laughs> Putting notes in. Jerry's playing for a, for a winning ticket. Blazers will swing it around. 2.10 left to play here in the first half. We'll eventually get back to talking basketball. Saccarello working on Diaz oh, with the left scoop. hand. It's good. Little scoop by Saccarello with the left hand. Nice job. Just working around Javen Diaz in the post. Trims the lead to 26. Diaz spins around. Uh -oh. He'll look down low. Nice find for Lawler who's 
Unable to finish, unable to finish the second attempt too, but he is fouled with a loose ball. He got bailed out there. He missed a yeah. wide open layup the he first time. Twice. Slightly contested layup the second time. Then jumping for the ball got fouled. So Lawler to the stripe for one and one. Boone again goes deeper into their bench. Number 31. That would be Hallman. And I know this because his name is up on the board. First one is good by Lawler. So one of seven seniors on this team. Looking to finish out the year strong with hopefully three more tournaments left in their bag. Second one's no good. Nice Diaz. job by Diaz there. Yeah, well Got done. Got the offensive rebound on the missed free throw. Went right back up. Kept the ball high. Spun and put it right back in the basket. That nice job. Fundamental basketball. Everything they teach you about going up with an offensive rebound. Didn't you know exactly. Yeah. Yep. You know exactly where you are in the court. You're not going to get any closer, so just go right back up. And that he did. And now he got called for a little hand check here, it looks like. Looks like aiding Gaffney into the game for Burks Catholic. So they got Diaz, a little hand check there on the elbow. So Gaffney taking the place of Ryan Cuck. Burks Catholic holding on to a 29-point lead. Blazers driving in. A little touch floater, no good. Gaffney, the, or sorry, that's nine with the rebound. They have the same haircut, so forgive me. One has really bright green shoes, though. That Parker nine does. Ball loose on the floor. Picks it up. Ahead to Diaz. Into McCoy. Kingston. Nice job. Up and under. Able to get his first bucket. So everybody, except for Ryan Cuck, in the uh, scoring column here. McCoy, Lawler, nine, Diaz. Gaffney, the lone one who hasn't uh, hit the scoring column here tonight. But he's fresh into the game, so. Everybody else, all the backups getting their points here in the second quarter. Lining up a three, that one in and out for Saccarello. He's hit one this evening, looking for number two. 20 seconds left here, the Saints will hold for one. Ten seconds now. They'll swing it around to nine. Diaz in the post. Gaffney lining up a triple. Yes, sir. It makes it a 34-point advantage here for Burks Catholic. Well, you said he had to get in the score sheet, and he did just there you in go. time. Every player who has touched the floor for Burks Catholic has scored at least one point in a 45-11 halftime lead here for the Blazers. Yeah, for the Blazers. For the Saints, I should say. Against the Blazers. That would have been shocking. Oh, I forgot about Jack Miller. Sorry, Jack. You had your chance. You missed two at the stripe. <laughs> and you may not get much of a chance in the second you half. may so not see time in the second half either. Good use of your time in that third quarter. That's all I can say to the starters. Knit a sweater. Well, we'll see if they come out. Or if they uh, go second unit for the uh, third quarter as well. But we'll see what uh, Coach uh, Snip has in store for us. Well, we'll recap the first half and, uh, and more when we return here on the Saints Sports Network. That baby talk. I like it like that. 
State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Byrne Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. It's the Saints Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Oli Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Oli Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Oli Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Oli. On the web at Oli Valley Feed. Com and on Facebook. Now back to the game on the St. Sports Network. A 34-point lead here for Berks Catholic going into the third quarter. As trying to listen in to what's happening out in Rifton as well. And it certainly sounds like Exeter is uh, currently giving Twin Valley the business. And they are. It's 47-21. Exeter outscoring Berks Catholic, surprisingly. But on the other side, Twin Valley's outscoring Boone. By 10. Teddy Snyder leading the Eagles with 15 points. And Cannon Zimmel with uh, 8 points for the Twin Valley Raiders. Seven uh, three-pointers for the Exeter Eagles. BC didn't even go into the locker room. They just kind of hung out here in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Parker Nine's out in the corner already shooting, getting loose here for the third quarter. I mean, I'm not quite sure what more Snip could possibly say to him. 
other than uh, do what you're good doing, job. Boys. Do what you're keep, doing. Keep up the good work. They and went for to the that concession matter, stand and got a pretzel. And, and for that matter, Boone's out of the locker room already, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was surprised. We kind of saw it last night, too. Bob Birmingham was out within about four minutes of halftime. <laughs> I saw him uh, leave the locker room at one point and then go back in. I had a, talk to, a chance to talk to one of the uh, girls' parents today. And um, Bob was a little stern at halftime there for a few moments last night. And he made his point, and it was a very well-taken point by the girls as they Literally. came out in the third quarter. Madison Langdon playing like her hair was on fire. Yeah, she was, you know, she was such a catalyst in that third quarter. To, 11 to points. Back. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was bang, 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 bang. You know, once she got that lead for him, she kind of just turned off the offensive part of it. Then she hit two free throws late, but she just stayed a stalwart on defense the whole night. Yeah, Berks Catholic girls with 35 points in the second half. Uh... Outscoring the entire total of the game for Weiser. Outscored Weiser, who had 34 for the entire game. So that doesn't uh, tell the tale of two halves last night as they uh, solidified their uh, second seed in the District 3 playoffs. And uh, I would assume that uh, Berks Catholic has the one seed locked up with a uh, 34 point lead. I would like to see a pay per view for that coaches' meeting uh, (laughs) for the boys' side because that is going to be a very heated and argumentative crowd in a certain areas when that happens. Um, you've got three teams, really, that are all going to be fighting for spots. And who knows where Muhlenberg plays into it, but Fleetwood, BC, and Exeter are all going to be fighting for that two spot. Yeah, they, uh, like I said, we saw it last year with Antietam, who, who got hosed a little bit, had to travel to Berks Catholic, got run out of the building. Uh, Josh McCoy probably hasn't forgotten about that, and is glad to switch teams. Yes. He's glad to be here at Berks Catholic. Um, yeah, you take a look at Fleetwood, and the problem really just stems from their power rank, or yes. not necessarily their power ranking, but their strength of schedule. Right, right, As right. Fleetwood, and you look at their schedule, and they just don't have quality wins. Not in the same way that Berks Catholic does. Berks Catholic plays good teams, even outside of Berks County. You know, even York Catholic is better than virtually any team that Fleetwood has played outside of Mannheim Central. And they lost to Mannheim Central by... 10 points. Well, I think you also have to look how teams are playing at the end of the season. And I think that's a big thing that's going to be Exeter's push is, hey, sure. don't don't take a look at our whole, you know, whole out-of-league schedule and stuff like that. Look at what we did in the conference and look at what we've done the last two weeks. And you know, we beat Wilson. We, we beat Berks Catholic. Uh, we beat Muhlenberg. We, you know, we've beaten Governor Mifflin. Um, I mean, you're talking <laughs> six straight wins. It'll be seven after tonight and 10 of their last 11 going into BCIAAs. It'll be interesting to see how the Exeter win over Berks Catholic plays into that coach's challenge because that's obviously the one that they're going to use against BC. Uh, Fleetwood really has no common opponents, and their strength of schedule is... is Pretty awful. Below. (laughs) I Um, I think that they're starting to be tactful. I think their opponent's winning percentage is somewhere around, like, uh, 470? uh, Somewhere 470, 480? Somewhere in there that... They're literally playing below average opponents the entire way. And everybody else below them, you know, at least for the next three slots, are playing at a rate that, you know, their strength of schedule, their opponent's winning percentage is somewhere around like 540. And see, with BC, they're 4-2 and two in the last six games. Mm-hmm. So that, that extra issue comes into it. But the power ranking helps them. Their yeah. strength of schedule helps them. Yeah. They play a very difficult schedule. Uh, and so... I want to see how it works. Like I said, it'd be interesting to be a fly on the wall and just hear the discussion because 
what happens this year is really building off the precedent mm -hmm. set last year, but will be the major precedent going forward. Because now you have two teams in the same division, one won the division, one didn't. The team that didn't has the higher power ranking. They split the season. It, it is really going to be interesting to see how the Berks County coaches vote. Certainly will. I mean, there's certainly the opportunity for Exeter to to leapfrog Berks Catholic. I don't think it's quite as likely, but I think that Fleetwood, you know, you look at their their schedule. Again, you talk about not having quality wins, and their non-Berks schedule, I mean, all of the wins that they've racked up, I think I did the math, and they ended up winning those matchups by about 26 points. Every single matchup. So if that goes to, hey, we're not playing quality teams, you can rack up a record season the way that they have with 20 wins and still not come away with uh, you know a solid ranking in BCIAA. So. The thing about the Exeter-BC thing is the Muhlenberg game. Exeter beats Muhlenberg. BC loses to Muhlenberg. Muhlenberg had a really good team last year. Um, you know, Not where they were this year, where they were last year. But to me, there's so many interesting factors that tie into it. BC's a perennial favorite. In, in most seasons to get to the finals. So I want to see how it works out. It's going to be very interesting. Starters back out on the floor for Berks Catholic, so Snip will uh, get gonna, them their run. I'm going to start the watch as soon as this this inbound goes. Jerry, we'll start taking uh, timeouts for 30 seconds. We'll start going to commercials for 30-second timeouts. That'll work for me since somebody missed the second break at, at halftime. I heard you snapping at me, and I was looking the other direction. <laughs> Mike and I were having a rousing conversation about uh, Burke's Catholic, who is led by Ryan Cuck right now. 15 points for him. J.J. Jordan with seven. Parker, nine with seven. Gedio with four. Gaffney with three. And then McCoy, McCoy, and Diaz all with two. And then just two players to speak of for Daniel Boone, by the way. Uh, Gaines with six and Saccarello with five. So there you go. There's their 11 points. You wouldn't know it, though, because no public address announcer. Boone has their starting five back on the court as well. So looking to get things started. A bad pass there is Gaines zigged when he should have zagged. And Pinchuk throws it away. Miller will look to get on the score sheet. The lone Burks Catholic player to not register a point and... And First time down the floor. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Don't talk about me that way. See how quick the bench gets up here. Yeah. He heard you, Ryan. Yeah. Good for Jack. Jack's mother texted him. What do you Probably mean? Probably at halftime. Well, I mean, he could have checked his phone at half. They weren't in the locker room, so. Oh. Jack Miller with A3 pushes the lead to 37. Which is what the winning margin was, I think, the first time they played, wasn't it? 37. Driving in uncontested is Gaines. He now has eight. Jordan will look to get in double figures here as well. He stops in the paint, kicks it out. Josh McCoy, a three. That one too strong. And unable to save it from going out of bounds was Gedio. But yeah, it'll be interesting for BCIAAs. Again, they, they ran into it last year, and we'll see if the coaches are undeterred by all of the, uh, the fracas that happened afterwards with, obviously, Antietam wasn't happy about it. Nice find in the lane. Once again, another uncontested for Gaines. 
That really did raise quite a stink last year. I remember <laughs> Just that. a little bit. You think Fleetwood's making shirts right now? Or, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as it stands, Fleetwood would go in as the three seed based on power rankings. Burke's Catholic the two, Redding the one. I think something that really does help uh, Burke's Catholic as well as Jack Miller swatted in the lane by Saccarello is the fact that, yeah, you have three losses in Burke's play, none of them by more than four points. So they've hung tight even with Redding, and nobody's hung tight with Redding at all this year as J.J. Jordan skies in. First bucket of the second half here. Not true. Exeter hung with them the entire time, Lost correct? by four, yeah. They had a league with, like, a minute to go in the game and blew it. Three put up. That one glazes the rim by Gaines. Goes out of bounds. Deflects off of a Burks Catholic player. Clock is running on the mercy rule here. Maybe I will be able to get home and play video games. I guess 35 is the uh, mercy rule, huh? Nice. Certainly is. I don't think that we're going to touch uh, Redding playing Daniel Boone this year. Redding won that contest 102 to 24. It was something atrocious at halftime too. I mean, it was like sixty to four. So it was yeah. it was atrocious. They beat Conrad Weiser by thirty nine as well. The, the following game, just two nights later, beat Harrisburg by forty two. That's the kind of year that it's usually been. JJ Jordan throwing it off the rim. Cuck unable to finish. We do have an injured player down at the end. It's referee's timeout here. As it looks like Rodriguez yeah. fell hard and there, yeah. yeah, holding his left knee. There's not much space here between the end line and what little padding that they have up on the wall. It looks to be about half an inch thick. What's even worse is that it juts out right there near the basket yeah, on both ends of the court. Yeah, about two feet, it juts out near the side of the court. We'll take a quick break while uh, the player is receiving medical attention. 50 to 15. Burke's Catholic on top when we return on the Saints Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. It's the Saints. Sports Network. Rodriguez is up and yeah, skipping off the court, literally. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that magic soccer spray. I think that magic soccer spray. Or football spray. spray. Or football. <laughs> Whatever Jerry calls it. So, so what you're saying is he needed a little... Uh, you need a little rest. Yeah, Jerry uh, texting the group chat talking about uh, Jesse Marsh getting fired. And uh, everybody unanimously, except for me, I didn't chime in. But you but every, But everybody else said, who? It's like, you know, the well, American coach said, in the Premier I, League. I thought you said Ted yeah. Lasso got fired. <laughs> Who's Jesse Marsh? That's his nickname over there. Well, it, was. Okay. Jesse Marsh, the former uh, Red Bull Salzburg, right? Correct. Burke's Catholic. Struggling here. Doing a fine job of keeping the ball from going out of bounds. Except for Ryan Cux touches the end line. Or touches the sideline while touching the basketball. Trying to save mishap. Either way, the clock continues to run. And run it should. Man, hard to imagine that there was a running clock for a 102-24 to game. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Reading has played well against everybody outside of Berks County as Gaines goes up, air balls it, then complains. Jack Miller standing in the corner over to Jordan. Jordan, a little ball fake, takes a three, air balls it, but, yeah, you can't uh, celebrate too much if you're the uh, Blazers <laughs> student section. I heard one kid yell air ball and then Jackson Gettio with the uh, rebound and putback. Or J.J. might tell you that was a pass. It might might have been a pass. Jordan has a sixth sense. Did you see him wait until that kid flew by him? I waited. Driving in with the left hand was Saccarello and slamming the ball to the floor. Uh, yeah, if you remember from uh, just a few games ago, that was a technical on J.J. Jordan. A key moment of a game. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Slamming the ball on the floor. I'm sure under different circumstances, uh, Snip would be hollering at a referee. Yeah, I agree with that. I haven't uh, heard Snip yell all night. No, Snip uh, reading the room here. He may have just walked out and said to Linderman, you, you got it. I'll see you later tonight. <laughs> I, I, I'll order dinner a while. He did yell at J.J. Jordan to pick up something off the court. I don't know if it was gum or what it was, but that's the most that I've heard from Snip all night. I mean, he's literally like just sitting back yep. in a chair, relaxing. Oh yeah, he may as well uh, be on a beach, just kicking up with a drink. Ryan Cuck driving in, has it knocked away out of bounds. BC has to understand they are not going to get a foul call. Here. No. So don't look. No. If, if if you don't finish, that's on you at this point. He was definitely hacked, but zero fouls for the Blazers after five and what felt like the first 90 seconds of this contest. Driving in, that time Jack Miller stripping it away. As Pinchock was on the move. Gaines will take it underneath his own basket. Jordan defending him along the end line. Blazers driving in, stop, pop. Trying to use the backboard, no good. Gedio nearly gets decapitated by Rodriguez. Keeps his head, and the Saints keep the ball. We're going to get a line shift here for the Saints. Yeah, TV timeout for the Saints. Except for Ryan Cuck. Ryan Cuck stays in. Yeah, the, uh, the same move that they did last time. Ryan Cuck stuck on 15 points. But Diaz, Lawler, 9, and 
Kingston McCoy into the game. That one rolls out for Ryan Cuck. Kingston McCoy, an offensive board. Putback attempt is no good, but he's fouled. Looking for some freebies at the line is Kingston McCoy. His first trip there this evening. First trip of the second half. As they do stop the clock for free throws. I would imagine Coach Tranovich will put his backups in here at the end of the quarter here. 55 seconds of the running clock once this free throw is made. Well, it is also the final game for any seniors on this Daniel Boone squad, so you may see uh, some of the seniors see it through. Not sure how much you want to be on the court down by 30-some points. They've earned every minute. So he will make one sub here following the free throw. Second one is good by McCoy. McCoy with three. They will sub in the unnamed number 43 here for Daniel Boone. Max Preps doesn't have him, and he's not up on the board, so he is a complete mystery to us. At the end of three in Riften, Exeter leading Twin Valley 61-23. Parks Catholic a little sloppy here in the second quarter. Parker Nine a little strong with that pass. Had Kingston McCoy out in the break. Just overshot him. Just eight points for the Saints. And again, it has been a running clock, so not as many opportunities. Yeah, Dan, I'm with you. How do you score 100 points in a running clock? I have no idea. That must have just been Harlem Globetrotters up and down the court the entire way. Or, or maybe they scored so many points in the first half. Uh, maybe it's just it's only in the second half to run the clock. So he hit it. Yeah, so they're going to give him the, the bucket, yes. Yeah, give him the bucket. And give him 12 for the night. Yeah, Gaines, I don't know. He has uh, he has 14. Oh, 14. He also had uh, two free throws as well. So, yeah, Gaines with 14. He was the only player from... Uh, the Blazers, who scored in that third quarter. But uh, Burks Catholic up 53-19. We'll take a quick break and return for the fourth quarter of this contest when we return on the Saints Sports Network. Donna Summer singing there, great. And we're back. Ryan Cuck lining up a three here to begin the fourth quarter. And, and Jerry was so concerned about the 50-50. has, has risen up here. <laughs> I, I believe Jerry has won the 50-50. I think 50 Jerry 50. won the 50-50. I, I, I believe he has. Then again, I can't really hear the PA announcer. It's the first time he talked all if night. If he doesn't claim it soon, they're going to pull another number. <laughs> Jerry, just start doing jumping jacks up here. Well, obviously, you're not doing much. You didn't go to commercials. So yeah. take the time now to go claim your winnings, all $20. How do I do that? You gotta go to the head scorers right, table. I guess the head scorers uh, table. Or go see the, the AD. Go, go check with the AD. Dominguez will check in for Burks Catholic. 
in a hurry, Jay. There's only seven minutes left on a running clock. Yeah, they're soon going to pull another number. I, I, I can't They're going to pull another number. I can't leave. Well, text the, the AD and let I her I don't know. have her number. We'll wave to her. She's down there. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, go just just pull off your headset and go yell at her. Ask her to reach the number back. Daniel Boone turns the ball over. Anyway, there is a basketball game still going on. <laughs> Jerry is actually leaving us here to go and... Uh, and he doesn't take his tickets with him. doesn't take his tickets with him. Kingston McCoy stops, pops. That went off the front iron. Knocked away by Diaz. Credit him with an offensive board. A little fadeaway jumper from nine is no good. Jerry just will coast to coast. Yeah, Jerry just willing to give up that five dollars. Back the other way, Kingston McCoy lays it in in transition. So what did we find out, Jerry? I've got to work. That's what we found out. That's not her down there. <laughs> It was the, uh, Apparently somebody else is going to get it. There's the lady that was uh, that was yelling at us for 50-50s, wearing the blue. Yeah. No good at one end by the Blazers. Kingston McCoy will dance around, find Kevin Lawler in the left corner. That one goes up and over the backboard. Dead ball rebound for the Blazers. And Boone dips a little deeper into that bench again with number five coming in the game here. Yeah, I'm not. Five? I'm not even looking it up. That's a long name. Kedis. Oh, uh, Kedis is five. Yeah. Okay. It's not what it says on Max Preps. <laughs> See if we can get a scoreboard update for Reading and Muhlenberg. Three lined up. Off the mark by Saccarello. Looking for his second of the night. Saints will start emptying the bench here as a three by Parker Nine. He is hit double figures. With a deep three. A deep three. Reading leading Muhlenberg 19-13 midway through the second quarter. Not a uh, barn burner. Reading was up 10-9 after the first. Parker Nine has it knocked away, regains possession, gets it up ahead to Kingston McCoy who lays it in. Mike's already packing up, ready to go. I'm not packing up, just making space on the table. 41-point lead for Burks Catholic. Ugh. Three put up by Pinchock is no good. Firing ahead to Lawler. Lawler stripped in oh, transition. Yeah, and okay. Yeah, you're going to get the foul call here. I think he got bailed out a bit. And uh, even though there's two at the line, they're continuing to run the clock here. Maybe until they give up. Oh, now they stop it. They could have just kept it running. Nobody would have known. Yeah, real barn burner there uh, between Redding and Muhlenberg. 10-9 yeah. after the first quarter. 19-13 midway through the second. Well, those teams know each other so well. First one's good by Lawler. BC will make some wholesale changes again. Lawler's second is good. Shot himself right out of the game. Well done, Kevin Lawler. He'll finish his evening with five points. 
that's one of those situations where you think, yeah, if I miss this shot, I get to stay in. So good job by Kevin, though, hit, hit the free throw and let one of the younger players come in the game here. A three put up off front iron, no good. Apparently I was signed out of Gmail on my account. Suspicious activity. I have to sign back in. Daniel Boone, suspicious activity. That's what that means, right? Something like that. Saccarello's made this a one-man game. Oh, should have passed it. As it's knocked out of his hands, and then the ball thrown off him, goes out of bounds. Saints ball. Well, now it's making me confirm my phone again. I do not understand what's happening. Sixty-two nineteen. We hit the three-minute mark. Just trying to pull up the roster. That's all I want. As the ball goes out of bounds, it'll remain with the Saints here. As they'll get it side out baseline, right down the lane and a layup. I wanted to do was pull up the Berks Catholic rosters. Can't even do that. Give up. 64-19 right now with the running clock. 2.30 left to play. Who did hit that layup, by the way? Number two, Gaffney. There you go. It came right down the lane on the inbound. Wide open, just laid it right in. First one is good by Pinchuk. The first Boone player to score not named Saccarello or Gaines. And I believe Saccarello's night and career may be ending here at Boone. He will finish with five points. Second one no good by Pinchuk. Camaro, fresh into the game. Al Dominguez driving in with the left, going up, fouled in route. Hit that little Euro step to start. So they're giving two at the stripe for Dominguez. First one, no good. Pinchock will also check out. It's Jerry just sitting here, arms crossed, wondering what could have been with the 50-50 raffle. Second one, no good. They're going to give an over-the-back foul on Camaro, even though I think that he didn't even touch the Boone player. We'll leave it go. He was in the proximity. Yeah, so sure. Maybe it was a Close. proximity foul. Okay. Adjusting case. Devin Garcia well, into the game. Well, it's a forty-four point game. I think that's what the, the proximity fouls for. Devin Garcia <laughs> into the game. That's who I was trying to find. Who's that? Number eight. Number ten. Number for ten. The Saints. Okay, I see it there. We go. Yeah, a bunch of JV guys not listed on their on their roster here. But able to get some run here late in a 44-point 
lead. 110 left to play. Look out. Gaffney driving baseline. He'll get it back. Left corner three is good. Gaffney with five points here in the fourth, eight overall. And the lead extended to 47. Driving in. Big time shot there put up by a number 44. We saw him in the JV game. He was all jacked up on Mountain Dew during that game. They were losing by a considerable margin, and he was still clapping and asking for audience participation. And he did get it. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest, he did get it. He did get it. Kamaro going up has it. Call there. He had it knocked away. Regained possession, went back up, unable to finish. Here come the Blazers. Yeah, 44 all over the place here. He'll get it ahead. And We're under up 10 to number, seconds to go here. Up to number 24, who scores. That will do it. A 45-point victory here for Burke's Catholic. Play a bunch of commercials, Jerry. We owe it to him. Gonna have to. <laughs> Play him twice if you need to. Gonna have to. 67-22, your final score as Burke's Catholic rolls into BCIAA's following a victory on the road against the Daniel Boone Blazers. Jerry, while you're running commercials, maybe we'll go find who won the 50-50 raffle. Go yell at somebody for you. Mike will do it. Mike will do it for you. Let's play some commercials. I'll tally everything up, and we'll talk about what's yet to come here for Burke's Catholic when we return on the Saints Sports Network. sports count on penn state health sports medicine to help you get back to doing what you love weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers they'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you same day and next day appointments available call penn state health sports medicine at 610-378-2255 that's 610-378-2255 
The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. It's the Saints Sports Network. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Now let's get back to the game on the Saints Sports Network. 67-22, right, Mike? Yes. Okay. Yes. They shut off the scoreboard immediately after the game. So, <laughs> Also, double loser Jerry uh, did not win the 50-50 raffle. Yes. They actually called not 8-8, not eight, eight, whatever your... 7-5. It was 9-0-7-5. Yeah, they called 9-0-7-5. Okay. That I'm must have been... I mean, for you to have 8-8-7-5 eight, eight, and 9-0-7-5 to win, I mean, that must have been a pretty hefty 50-50 draw tonight. I'm just kidding. They probably had two rolls. <laughs> but uh, also happening tonight, which uh, apologies for uh, for missing it as it happened. But JJ Jordan now, Burke's Catholic's all-time leading scorer following tonight's contest. So congratulations to him. I'm sure he'll be honored at that first playoff game at BC next week. Most certainly will. Burke's Catholic will host a BCIAA playoff game, at least one. Well, just one, I should yeah. say, because then uh, semifinals and finals go right to the Santander Arena. We'll see how everything shakes out. We, we talked about it before. Burks Catholic going in as the two seed. Fleetwood right now as the three seed. Exeter picking up a win against Twin Valley, winning 10 of their final 11 games, including seven straight, uh, including a win over Burks Catholic that they will certainly uh, put a feather in their cap and, and say, hey, this is why we're better than Fleetwood. But then you're also going to have Muhlenberg currently uh, stuck in a real barn burner against uh, Redding High. 
as that one was 19-13 midway through the second, 10-9 after the first quarter. Yeah, interesting score there, you know. You know Muhlenberg actually, we talked about this before, they, both teams know each other so well. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they work together in the offseason. So that'll be interesting to see how that one pans out. But if Reddy takes that to a 21-0 in the season, are they 20-0 right now? Undefeated, right? They are undefeated. Yeah. Currently the best uh, power ratings. Reading high right now at uh, 821. Burks Catholic at 757. Fleetwood at 744. Exeter at 713. Wilson right there at 707. Muhlenberg at 699. Uh, Ole Valley and Schuylkill Valley, uh, thanks for your participation medals. You're going to stay the 7 and 8 seed. And uh, you're going to have to either play Burks Catholic or Reading High. So a uh, bummer for them. Ole Valley, I think only four losses this year. They're, they're right up there uh, with an excellent record. Uh, Ole Valley, yeah, 17-4. and four. Uh, They were playing at Hamburg. Or, sorry, Succo Valley was uh, was playing at Hamburg tonight. Uh, but, yeah, Ole Valley, 17 wins this year. And end up uh, being the seven seed playing Burks Catholic. Here's your... Uh, <laughs> well, they might even get bumped tonight, though, if Schuylkill Valley wins. Yeah, they could potentially so get bumped. Ole Valley they're... could go 17-4 and four and end up with Reading High. <laughs> Uh, opening night of playoffs. Congratulations. <laughs> Wonderful season, guys. Record-setting season. Oh, by the way, you're playing Reading High in the first round of BCIAA. At the Geigel. Congratulations. At Geigel Complex. Yeah, yeah what, a, uh, what a fantastic way to finish off your season. <laughs> but BC will get to host. That'll be nice again, you know. BC. Last year they had Antietam. This year they'll get one of those bottom three teams. Yeah, BC will get to host. Uh, as it stands right now, it would be Ole Valley. could be Schuylkill Valley. It would be one of the valleys as uh, you know, Redding High will take on either or at that point. And then, yeah, we'll see what happens with Fleetwood. You have Exeter, Wilson, and Muhlenberg chomping at the bit to hopefully leap them. And we'll, uh, like I said, see if the, uh, the coaches decide to, uh, to sway that direction after they uh, you know, took some heat last year for bumping Antietam down and Ultimately yeah. proved right, by the way. I was going to say, I don't know <laughs> if the heat was warranted, and I think when it's all said and done, they made the right decisions. So I think how entertaining the semifinal games were. Oh, yeah. Most certainly entertaining. I mean, Exeter and Berks Catholic, that was a fantastic matchup in the semifinals and could get it again this year, depending how Exeter two, shakes three, out. 3-2, three, whatever yeah, it be, sure. If Exeter is able to leap Fleetwood, Berks Catholic and Exeter could meet in the semifinals. Um, Exeter would take on it would be no easy task to get there, by the way, because Correct. they could be facing one of Fleetwood, Wilson, or Muhlenberg in the first round. So Absolutely. And no easy matchups ahead for the Exeter Eagles. You know, the, the, the spot you don't want is four. Four and five are the spots you don't want. So you'll do anything to get yourselves out of it, whether you have to drop down to six or go up to three. <laughs> but you don't want to be four and five. You don't want to play Reading High until the finals. That's got to be the, the, the mission of, of the BCs, of the Exeters, of the Fleetwoods, uh, even the Wilsons, and I don't think Wilson has much say in where they can go. Um, not at this point. You know, not, not where they're currently need a win tonight sitting. to have the ability to jump anybody. Um, but those final four are probably set. It's two, three, and four. They're going to be interesting to see what happens. And uh, that'll be, like I said, be an interesting meeting with those coaches' challenge meetings. They make their case, and then it's up to the other coaches. And we'll see if I can pull in a uh, – I don't think that there has been any update in that uh, Reading high Muhlenberg game. Uh, nothing from Paul Roberts. So, as for that one, we can double-check Wilson and uh, Governor Mifflin as they're also going here at the same time. And 
Right now, Mifflin leading Wilson 33-29 at the end of three quarters. Wow, that would be that would be a big win for Mifflin. That would be a big win for Mifflin. Uh, certainly that would hurt Wilson. A lot. That would certainly hurt Wilson. <clears throat> they would probably end up dropping down to six no matter what, um, as Muhlenberg would likely leapfrog them in the standings. So. Certainly uh, some moving and shaking. Things are not quite settled in BCIAAs, except for another uh, five minutes left on the scoreboard there uh, between Wilson and Governor Mifflin. That will likely uh, finalize, well, it will finalize things, not likely, uh, for BCIAAs uh, happening next week. As for this contest, a 45-point victory by Burks Catholic. Jerry, you actually did keep track of all the turnovers. It's close. It's close. It's close. <laughs> I think uh, Daniel Boone's probably missing uh, a few. You only have 12 there. It's like fouls. And, uh, and Burke's Catholic was 17 points off of those turnovers. <laughs> yeah. A lot of easy transition buckets here for Burke's Catholic tonight. Sure as uh, Ryan Cuck with 15 points to lead the way. Parker, 9 in double figures with 10. He was the second leading scorer. J.J. Jordan, as we mentioned earlier, becoming Burke's Catholic's all-time leading scorer. Obviously, we're not uh, lumping in anybody from Holy Name or from, from Central Catholic. Uh, this is uh, Burke's Catholic only since the merger. Uh, okay, so that's is, how that is then? That is how that is. Okay, they they keep sure. things completely separate. Because okay. I was going to say, that's a, that's a tall list yeah. to, to overtop in the last he, number of years. He has not beaten schools. out any of the – he's okay. only beaten one Jack, uh, one Jack Donovan. brother. Casey. He's Casey, beaten Casey. Because Donovan goes back to Central. He, he leapt over Casey. Uh, Donovan finished off his career as a saint uh, but began – with right. Central Catholic. And um, he finished with how many? It was over 2,000 points, was it not? Uh, it was over 1,800, I 1,800, believe. okay. I don't know. We're not there, so we can't look up at the uh, the banner. Yeah. So I, I was hoping you would remember <laughs> because we had I think a nice it's over 18. conversation about And then it. he went to play 18. at Penn State. And then so, went to play at Penn yeah. State, and uh, I think he's still kicking around. He was playing with Redding Rebels a yeah. little bit last year, still which, playing which, semi-pro. Which another man on that list, another guy on that list, Joe Linderman is now the head coach. Joe Linderman no. was the head coach. Uh, Snip was the head coach last year for the Rebels. But they just had their draft the other night, and I heard an interesting story that they, they sold a pick for $1,000. Wow. <laughs> the life of a semi-pro basketball team in Redding, Pennsylvania. I remember I actually used to work for the Railers when they oh, were yeah, when that. they were in town for a single season. That was uh, Kay McGee and Jim Steck bringing it. Uh, Kay was the uh, the daughter of uh, Herb, uh, the legendary Division II basketball coach mm -hmm. down at Philly U. Um, you know she had she had come in with Jim Steck, and I did stats for that team. Uh, as porous as they were, th those games were interesting. They were like 140 to 130 games routinely, zero defense being played, and about 200 people filling the stands at the Santander Arena. <laughs> wow. So the Railers, uh, yeah, they, they didn't last more than one season. Uh, but the uh, the good old uh, Redding uh, crap. Yep, what the, were Rebels. They? <laughs> the Rebels. Rebels. They uh, playing all their games. They had split them last year. They played at the Geigel Complex, and they had also played at Alvernia. Yep. And this year, they're playing all at Alvernia. So, yeah, good for them. Uh, Absolutely, we'll, we wish them success. They have some uh, some Berks County flavor there, and especially this year with uh, Linderman taking over head coaching duties from uh, his old coach Snip. So, um, we'll uh, we'll see how everything shakes out with them. They uh, they get their season started uh, rather quickly, I believe. So after they uh, they had their draft. But, yeah, uh, taking a look at the rest of the scoreboard here, Jackson Gettio with six. Uh, 
Kingston McCoy with seven, most of them honestly on uh, quick transition buckets. Uh, Gaffney with eight off the bench. It, it's a really weird stat sheet uh, going on here tonight. Kevin Lawler with five. Uh, Jack Miller hit a three. Virtually everybody who touched the floor uh, at least through the first three quarters of play touched the stat sheet at least once. Um, so, Berks Catholic, not much more else to say. 45-point victory, and uh, they get to glide in with the, with the two seed to, uh, to playoffs next year. So, you got three tournaments coming up, hopefully. Uh, District threes will, uh, will come up the following week. I already have everything marked in my schedule. They will... Uh, at best, have two home games. They'll have a first-round bye, two home games, and then hopefully on their way to the Giants Center uh, for the championship game. And then all they need is one home victory to ensure yep. a, uh, a trip to the PIAA uh, championships as well. So Get you being prepared. I was prepared for that, not so much with <laughs> my, uh, my stat sheet, obviously. After I punched my printer the other day <laughs> for uh, making me late to the game trying to print off uh, stat sheets, uh, I just screw. I just I do have scars. <laughs> <laughs> my daughters were scared of me for a second. <laughs> my oldest was. My youngest, uh, nothing phases her. She's going to be interesting in a few years. <laughs> she is. She's the uh, the daredevil. Happy go lucky as it is, but she is a daredevil. She'll be punching the printer. She might be punching the printer. She might have that streak in her. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll see how things shake out for BCIAAs. If and when Berks Catholic plays Exeter, we will have that for you here. Otherwise, uh, we'll have the uh, the matchups going forward in uh, District 3s. We'll for, keep you uh, posted. For both boys, girls, Exeter uh, boys, uh, potentially girls playing Berks Catholic at some point during BCIAAs as well as mm -hmm. uh, the Exeter girls qualified by virtue of winning Berks 2. Yep. Um the only winning team in Burks 2, might I add. However you get in, you it's, dude, win against it's, who's on your schedule. Dude, two years ago. Got to beat them. What am I going to tell you? Yeah, hats I off to no them. That, that's a great job of them and, and uh, Coach Wolf and his staff there. So, <laughs> you know, it's nice to see both teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Yes. Like, like making mention of, you know, Jerry picked some winners here the with, uh, with basketball. We did. All we do is pick winners. All we do is pick winners. That's the truth. Notice how we didn't go back to Boyertown. <laughs> no, that was a personality <laughs> conflict. <laughs> I don't think that they've been winning much in the Pac-10. So, Strong. but uh, a 45-point victory here tonight. Well done by the uh, the boys' team. Moving forward and beginning postseason play next week. Uh, so, thank you to all of our sponsors. We didn't get to hear from uh, from you as much as we usually do. Jerry might play you play you out here after the post game. Now nah, we'll just we'll we'll show you more love next time, Jerry. Thank you so much as always for a fantastic season. Uh, sorry that you didn't win the fifty-fifty raffle. It was fantastic. And you also uh, asked for change and were not given any change. Yeah, it's so. okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. But uh, Mike Boyer has has been here for uh, the last <laughs> last two games. Depending on us. depending on Nate's schedule, the JV is no longer playing. So. He should be it's freed true. up. It's true. He should be freed up, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll have some matchups here between Berks Catholic and Exeter going forward. I'll stay loose in the pen just in case. <laughs> He's ready to go. Mike's ready to go. Put me in, coach. Mike was there, ready to go last year for Berks Catholic and Reading. Let me tell you something. Mike is the man. Mike knows everybody in Berks County. Yep. He's just like, oh, you know who that is? I went to school with her sister. I'm like, 
A lot of Good sisters. Out. Right. Sisters, right. lot of sisters out there. A lot of sisters out there. All right, let's pack it up. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Uh, stay tuned to the uh, Jerry Gelliff Media social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, uh, for when our next game will be. It could potentially be next week, uh, depending on matchups. Uh, but otherwise, we'll see in District 3 uh, playoffs once all those get shaken out for both boys and girls. So thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in this entire season. Have a great night. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Burke's Catholic Boys Basketball on the Saint Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org and the new Birdies Inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellar Media. Good night.